listening to the Confessions of a Clairvoyant Housewife podcast. From marriage to menopause and margaritas, nothing is off the table. This is Cindy Goldenberg. Hi, this is Cindy Goldenberg. And today I want to get a little light and fun and happy and talk about uh, one of my favorite things I love to do for people is tell them about their auras. So this is about auras and life colors. So a life aura color is a color that you are incarnated that stays with you your whole life. It's similar to describing like telling someone about their star sign, like Scorpio, Sagittarian, Gemini, you know, astrological signs have certain personality traits and And it's kind of fun and giggles and safe and everybody loves to know about themselves and what it means. And really, the reason I got attracted to it is one, I practiced when I first started right away. Um, I could see once I did forgiveness exercises and meditation and would listen to chakra clearing tapes and different things like that. I would look up and I would see like what we all do. We are all, we're hardwired to do this. And, and actually we see things with our eyes now with light. Like you look at a mountain or a tree and then you see the light around the tree and the leaves and you move your eyes a little bit, or you look at someone while they're speaking and they look glowing. Those are auras. That's the energy. That's what you're seeing. And um, so we are all capable of seeing this light. And especially when we relax or we least expect it, um, we can see other things like pops of light peripherally. We have more rods and cones on the sides of our eyes. So some uh, refer this to like uh, little heavenly lights or angel lights. You see pops of neon color and such. But an aura is a color that surrounds your body. And for me, as I would practice and being in a meditative state and I would look at my hand against a solid background, like a neutral wall, a light colored wall, white or something beige. And you start to see the light or a little tingling looking energy that gets bright around your fingertips. And then as you keep staring, you'll see a little color that's real close to the finger. And usually it starts out as a little blue or a little bit of purple or violet, but when you really relax and practice, also you can get quiet and just ask. And you'll either hear blue or yellow, or you'll look up and your eyes will land on something that is a color. You know, our divine team loves to talk to us in very uh, symbolic ways as well as direct. But anyway, your aura color, the reason I like to tell it to you is my intention, again, I know my reoccurring theme is forgiveness, self-forgiveness. In other words, you are who you are. You're a giraffe or a bird or a fish or a horse or a pig that loves mud. So why are you trying to be a horse when you're a pig or a bird when you're a fish or a snake when you're a wildcat? So once you know who you are and that you're meant to be this way, it's very freeing and forgiving, self-forgiving to get off your own back 
and quit riding your ass and thinking you had to be something you're not. I don't say all that. I just say, hi, how do you do? And here's your color. So I told people, I mean, I have done it in car dealerships where I have the manager and the salespeople and then customers stand around and out the door. I've done it um, in the doctor's offices. I've done it with my feet in the stirrups. I've made jokes. Everybody, one person catches wind and then the two, three more people come in. I had a surgery not so long ago. And the anesthesiologist came in and he gave me the little uh, IV and everything. And I told him about his color. And then he, somebody left and about 20 people came in. They go, can you tell me mine? Can you tell me mine? So it just makes me smile to know that the more you know about yourself, the more it boosts your um, joy factor It makes you feel good about yourself. We all get a little laugh, especially about the so-called negative traits. And when I do group things or, um, you know, talks, I always have people stand up in groups and say, okay, all of you are blue or all of you are this or that or all of you. And everyone gets a big kick out of it. So what the auras mean, just like the chakras When you see a picture of like a yogi or, you know, you can go online and see chakras, they're energy centers of the body. And they do show up on different kind of photography, curling and photography, or they, they are, you know, scientifically shown to be there. But, you know, if you don't see them, it doesn't mean they're not there. And you can also feel it. Uh, a lot of our ancient practices like kundalini yoga invoke this feeling and sitting up tall or standing or even laying prone where you can really just focus your intention on different parts of the body. And whether you feel it or not, your brain listening to this, be it through someone's invocation or guidance in a yoga class, or whether you're listening to a uh, meditation um, uh, music on your phone or that you are just listening to music and concentrating, your brain knows what to do and knows how if you think, I want this red chakra cleared, it will become cleared. So the auras around your body are the similar colors what your chakra colors are, like a rainbow like the colored rainbow is always a certain set of colors from red and orange and yellow, and it goes up and up and up. Your aura color is also this beautiful, bright, vibrant energy that envelops your entire body. Now, there's three categories of life aura colors. There are physical, mental, and emotional. Just like us, we are physical, mental, and emotional. So the physical colors are red, orange, and yellow. And just like uh, us, we are physical beings. We use our minds to drive cars and do math and to think about what we're doing and saying and learn language. And we are emotional and we love to share our emotions, happy, sad, anger, frustration, tenderness, etc., etc. But some of us, being like the physical colors, red, orange, and yellow, are not maybe as comfortable to be expressive 
emotionally. So the emotional colors will be like blue, violet. Violet is a purple. Lavender is kind of a pale bluish violet. So it's more like a lavender and violet is more of a deep purple. And then there's crystal. Those are emotional colors. And then the mental colors are green or logical tan, just like a beautiful beach. Okay. So like I was saying, the physical colors are not real comfortable with, hey, how does that make you feel? Let's talk about it. And what do you think that emotion would feel like? And what is it that is really disturbing you? So a red personality and a orange personality and a yellow personality are going to express their emotions very vocally, very succinctly, or they're going to work through their emotions or their sensitivity or their hurt feelings or their anger by going to the mall, uh, jumping and running and hitting uh, uh, a punching bag, going to the gym, blowing off steam, uh, going to do something physical like eat or drink. Not that a blue or a logical tan can't do that too, but it's not in their nature. The physical colors express their emotions or their lack of wanting to be expressive emotionally by either physically avoiding it or physically acting out. So the emotional colors of blue and crystal and lavender and violet have no problem being the dramatic queens and kings and the moody and the crying and the sensitive and the withdrawal and the up all night and I can't get over something. And whereas the red aura would be like, snap out of it, it's over. Sensitive people who have an emotional color are going to take time to recover even if they are intelligent and articulate and a surgeon or a doctor or a lawyer, they didn't like my shoes. They are, we are, I am a very sensitive person. And sensitivity, by the way, in this metaphysical sense, does not mean sensitive boo-hoo. Ah, poor me. Not all the time. Sensitive means delicate, intuitive, frosty, like you can feel things, not just people's emotions, but you are delicate like an orchid. Not everyone's a bull and a rock and the rock of Gibraltar. You can be a beautiful, strapping, muscular, you know, the rock movie actor man and still have a beautiful crystal aura and be sensitive, meaning intuitive, knowing, quiet, non-complicated. The logical tan and the green are mental colors. And if you're that, you're probably not listening to me. (laughs) And I don't take it personal if you do or you don't. But the mental colors, which we need, they show their emotions or not, And they use their mind and they use their heart and everything through logical, rational, precise, 
um, decision-making, concise, science, uh, black and white logic. And so to not say that, well, of course they cry or they this or that, but no, they basically just think that doesn't, it's kind of like Dr. Sp uh, not Dr. Spock, what was it? Spock on Star Trek. Um, that's not logical. And everybody would get really upset with them and go, but, you know, it's not about logic. It's like human heart, morality. So a green person tends to be quietly or overtly very controlling because they see things very black and white, like graph paper, and they know what they want and how to get it and what things make sense and so anything that's a little too airy-fairy or talk about it doesn't mean that they're not interested in your well-being but they'd make a better doctor to just know how to get you fixed and get you out okay so going through each color the reds are very in a healthy way let's just say judgmental so I don't mean it like, oh, you judgmental. To be judgmental is bad. No, I don't mean it like that, like bad or good. I mean it like red aura, uh, Simon Cowell, um, judges, uh, people that have a strong opinions. Because they're very pragmatic, they do have emotions. They do care. They are sensitive, but they're not going to show it to you. And they are not going to say it out loud because they come from the stiff upper lip, you know, be calm, carry on kind of uh, mentality. And the red aura is very what? You're up, you're down, you're black or white, you're wet or dry, Democrat, Republican, blah, 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 blah. But they're kind people too, but they just don't see the gray area. They may, as parents, be very, um, and not mean to be, but very impatient with a child that one minute needs them and the next minute fusses. They like things very traditional. They like the status quo. They like status. They like things to be a certain way. And it's very calming to them to be this personified perfectionist and, um, little bit of the Norman Rockwell calendar, you know, or magazine cover where you kind of walk in that picture and you're the perfect mother, father, little kid with freckles and the dog, you know. So I'm not putting them down. I'm making fun of all of us that the Reds like things in a traditional purposeful way. And if they're not, it's not their problem. So to have a red aura person say, oh, I'm really sorry. I know how you feel. Don't hold your breath. It's not going to happen. But on the other hand, a red aura person may be very like, I may not understand all the innuendos. I may not understand um, how you got to this place or your emotions or your compassion. I'm compassionate, but I do understand that XYZ can make you feel better. Or if you do this or this or this, and they do it and they are uh, very powerful and uh, make good independent uh, people in leadership role, like um, firemen or uh, 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 
you know, a fire captain or something or a policeman, but more not just in the duty, but that fearlessness of like, I know what to do. I know how I can make things better and I'm going to do it. They're also, because it's a physical color, they're very physical in stamina. This does not mean they have excellent hard bodies. They do, but I want to be clear. You can be overweight. You know, it's not about weight or whatever. I shouldn't say it's more about being healthy. Um, they are, they have stamina. When everybody in the middle of the night, let's say you're moving and your friends are helping you and the red aura person's still up at 2 a.m. going, let's go, let's keep it moving. They use their focus to exude this physical perseverance. So carry that over into the workplace. They're the kind of boss that goes like, why not work all weekend because you can get done. So you kind of see what I'm saying. All right. Now the next one, just like the chakra moving up, is the orange aura personality. And the orange aura is larger than life. And they are adventurous. And if you look this up, I think some of the material might be older, but it says like, oh, stunt man or, you know, stunt daredevil. And a lot of the people that I know that have orange personalities, they're not necessarily jump off roofs, but I guarantee you the ones that do and the ones that you see in the Olympics and the ones that have like, I had a neighbor and he had every toy besides the RV, he had the thing that you know, you fly and it takes you up in the air and he did parasailing and, you know, constant moving and jumping. He was orange or it. He also had a beer belly and he loved to eat. And, you know, I make jokes and say, you can tell an orange person because they will eat with their hands and suck the chocolate off their fingers. Orange people are here to be fearless and show us life is a game, not trivial, but not so serious and that you'll survive, and that we're safe, and it's here to touch, and it's here to roll around in. And like a little kid, you don't walk to the beach, you roll in the beach, and you get sand up your butt crack, and you get it in your mouth, and now you're living life. So if you take that kind of analogy and put it into an adult, that's usually someone that would be looked at with ADD, that says they don't focus, they're always thinking of something outside or moving or crawling or exploring. It's not a hyperactivity, but it's a sense of knowing that I can't sit here nine to five and I'm, I don't care about the risk. I want to do this business or I want to do that or I want to explore this because their personalities are innately fearless but they could be raised to be told you don't focus, you're not doing this right, you're supposed to be this and this and this. Whereas a green aura person would be an excellent engineer or a doctor or statistician because they love the precision and the quiet, methodical focus, not an orange aura. Orange aura people usually have good stories. I was an AA, I was this, I did this, I did that. They're kind of here to kind of show us, you know what, you can be something and recover or you can do, but they live life outside of the lines and they're also very adventurous. 
So the negative is sometimes they're so like that, they can't understand why you can't just cater to their needs because they love you, but they may not come up to you and say, I love you. I can't live without you. You're so this and this. Whereas maybe the red would go, of course I do. Here, I bought you a car. It's something physical. Um, the orange is like a large sunset. When I lived in Laguna Beach, I lived up in the hill. I had my children. I'd walk them down to the beach after school. And we had a big balcony and the dog. We'd sit out there and you see those beautiful red orange sunsets especially in the winter and the smell of the salt water and as I looked down on Pacific Coast Highway you know it'd be dusk and the sun would start to set people would pull over and they'd watch the beautiful sunset well the big sun turns orange the orange aura is beautiful represents beauty that life is magnificent that it's something to witness and be part of right now. So that's the energy that they bring. The yellow aura, now we're getting into hard body people. The yellow aura is the most physical as far as fit. They hop and jump and move and Yes, they are very sensitive. Yes, they wear their heart on their sleeve. Yes, they're very childlike and often very childish. Yes, they're temperamental. Yes, they're oppositional. They're like a little dog, you know, a little puppy dog that takes something in their mouth and looks right at you and goes, chase me, watch me. I'm going to pee on the carpet, but you love me. I'm cute. Don't tell me no. I'll do the opposite of what you want me to do because I love you and it's fun. So they are very adventurous too, but they're clever and they're cute and they're charismatic and everybody is attracted to the yellow aura, charismatic personality. They're outgoing, all of these great attributes. On the other hand, because they are so, yeah, that's so good. Oh, great. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's get together. They will say that and they're not disingenuous, but people will put their hooks into them. Why didn't you call? Why didn't you do this? Why didn't you come here? You make me, because they are a little ball of firefly energy. They do have that Tinkerbell fun, let's play. They do have that pee-pee on the carpet, doggy adventure and laugh and run in the wind. So when they don't call back, people want to put them down and they don't know what to do because they are so like, what? I thought you liked me. I thought I was. And so they go within and they run away. So until they're ready to talk, if they do, they never apologize or don't know how. And they're not and they struggle with trying to show their feelings. And we all know it. So they may get angry or they may get explosive or they may go within or they may go take a trip to Mexico and you hear from them maybe in six, seven months. But they don't return phone calls because they don't want to get into any kind of confrontation or talk about anything that is uh, emotionally invoking. So then that's the physical colors. And then you have the emotional colors. So blue is very, like the blue aura is very spiritual. It represents love, 
And I don't mean just love, like the deep ocean, like, I love love. We are all one. We are one with God and life and life and love. And there is no war and there's only peace, which is all true. In truth, this exists. This is who we are. But here we dwell in it. And the blue aura is a person that is like an angel. They make good codependence. They love to talk. They love to teach. They love to nurture. They love to breastfeed the world, make things better. We need these people. I have a blue aura. I love to do this. And again, I'm not saying it logically, like, you know, to the point of where, what, you know, do something else or don't you know you're, it's not landing or whatever. I'm talking about in the middle of the night, the quiet, honest little conversation is I wish we could all just get along. So you want to torture a blue, have conflict. Have somebody not, you know, answer the calls or insult you or not be available to work it out, talk it out, mediate. Oh my God, I'd rather eat nails. I swear it's like a walk on hard thorns. It's just so difficult for a blue. So let them love, let them give. Now, they also can guilt you. You can spot them because they love to teach and they love to do things, but they're like, well, you didn't show up. You didn't come to class. You didn't do this. I want to take care of you. They can smother you and drive you fucking nuts. So, I mean, so can any other color, but the blues are so nurturing sometimes. The negative is that they don't know when to stop and they don't know when to put it somewhere else. And they feel like martyrs and they feel like people that are not taken they feel like they're taken for granted and they get moody and difficult and they get and they can really spiral now the good news is they can pull themselves up but it takes time so that's why a blue does real well with a yellow or something else sometimes an adventurous lighter color with a deeper spiritual thinker there's a balance and a yin and a yang and it goes back and forth the other kind of emotional color is a violet. And a lot of your world leaders, regardless of how you vote, I'm not talking about voting. I'm talking about just American history, for instance, Obama, Clinton, the Kennedys, Robert Kennedy, um, John Kennedy, Abraham Lincoln, people who had vision, people who said it can be different people who stood for something greater than themselves. And again, please let go of your politics and your opinions and listen to what I'm saying. Because regardless that Kennedy-esque mark, that whole family has had more people to contribute to so many things and their children and grandchildren, there's something in that DNA. But even though they had a lot of dysfunction and other things too, and I understand that, but the calling to look at something and say, that is unjust, that is unfair, that is bigoted, that is limited, I can change it. That inner thing, the violet, they are the most successful when it's for the greater good. All of us um, have certain um, calling to be charitable or not, and that's okay. But the ones that really do, that can see very plainly, like, why can't we all 
um, participate in something? Why isn't this available? Why isn't this education available to everyone? Those people that have those kind of professions or a professional that has money and just writes a check will always be for humanitarian causes. Those are violet. Um, a violet person also can be sometimes a little conceited because they all are so altruistic and they think globally and universally and consciously they get annoyed that other people know so they don't put you down but they get a little impatient uh, i don't want to deal with this uh, go away so they can get a little persnickety that's fine let them the lavender is similar to violet but they're a little frillier and cuter and prissy and hussy and i call it more like the sexy latin woman who loves deeply, sees, has a big vision, just like the, just like the violet aura does, but they're more histrionic. Like you're not doing this. I'm going to knock over the table or look at me, or this is how it should be done. So they come from a sense of there must be justice. Things could be better. Look at it this way. Marianne Williamson is a uh, lavender. In fact, most people in the 22 years that I have been doing this, most people are lavender and it makes me smile. They're pretty, they're sexy, they're smart, they're smart aleck, they're elegant, they're higher vibration, they're like dogs with a bone, but they are valiant and they want it better. And they make great decorators and visionaries because they see things. And so sometimes when I read about Oh, lavender auras have, you know, Tinkerbell ideas and rose-colored glasses and airy-fairy. I think, uh, yeah, but let's really translate that. They see it and they ain't letting it go. And so when they talk about it and they look up into the sky and they see something, people's heads turn and look in the same direction. They know how to move mountains through beauty, persistence, and acknowledgement. Very similar to the violet, but they do it with a little bit more uh, glass throwing, dish breaking, which makes life fun. Okay, and then there is the crystal. The crystal aura is the most quiet and pure. If you look up crystal, it's the Christ light, what we think of Jesus, the Christ, but really, it's not Jesus and religion. If you look up, really, the white light, Christos, I believe, is Greek for universal intelligence. We are made up of this light. We are made up of this pure, clear, crystal consciousness, this self-correcting substance. Like when we die and we leave our body, we don't really die. We leave our body and we go home and we reconnect and we have a life review and no one judges us. We do. Our consciousness can judge us, but we realize we're not judging. We're correcting because our nature is, ah, I could have had a V8. I could have done this. And so I'll do this. That's another story. That's another cocktail. That's another epiphany. So I'll put a comma in that. 
But putting this back into perspective as a aura color, your crystal aura people are quiet. They don't need to be in the foreground. They make natural healers, and they are usually in some kind of medical or healing profession. They are very um, easy and gentle to be around. However, the crystal aura, if they live with someone or they're around people, they pick up the aura of other people. So they have to be clear. So a lot of times they have to go do a physical. I knew one and he sailed and he had to go sailing and he would go do his job and he would do things or be with family or obligation. But the calling almost compulsivity to get alone and out on that water in a sailboat. And I said, because your aura is crystal and you need non-complication, reverence, beauty, connecting with nature. You'll find a lot of people with crystal auras, they do cycling. I mean, you could golf and play tennis too, but on the whole, they don't mind being alone and moving their body and being detached from everything and everyone. It's very cleansing for them because they are so pure. Think of going to a beautiful, like, Burke Williams spa. When you go in there, you know, if you want to go into the lobby and shop as a woman and all the pretty little cosmetics and the soaps and the this and the lavender essential oils, fine. But when you're in the spa, you just hear the music and the little lemon water and the orchids and the white towels. It's less is more. So that's your crystal aura. They are pure, less is more, uh, crave to be uncomplicated. So when things get complicated, they, I don't want to say duck out, they have to go heal and remove themselves. And so if they're around someone negative or toxic or a very, a, you know, dictatorial red or a boss or something, it just, it, it, they, they get very weak. They need to feel empowered by connecting with really the, the Christos, the white light, the higher consciousness. Saying that, they are also the last color, like above the crown chakra, and again, the universal knowing, the white crystal is really the color of all colors blended into one. I mean, you'd think if you took paints in a little paint box, a kid's paint box, and you mixed all the colors, you'd get a bluggy looking, ugh, yucky gray or some kind of weird color. But aura colors and energy, when you purify and you put everything together, it actually purifies and turns white or clear. So understanding that we have these kind of personalities and that some of us are very, very sensitive and it takes a while to get over being hurt or frustrated that your mom and dad don't get along or that you don't get along with somebody, even if they're the biggest asshole in your life. And even though, you know, logically, or that you have a job that you wish was different it takes an emotional color longer. So saying that, if you knew this part of yourself, you can forgive yourself for thinking, oh, you're not tough and you don't bounce back and you're not over it. Whereas if you're a physical color and you're not available to talk and go, how does that make you feel? Let's go to group therapy. You can forgive yourself for saying that would cause you such high anxiety. 
but it would be good to be alone or get a therapist or be with somebody who you can trust to open up to. And chances are it would be someone with an emotional color. And the mental colors are obvious. Those are people, some people don't need to be in control or be in the limelight. They make wonderful assistance. They can do the same thing every day. A lot of people are in the spotlight. Um, Ryan Seacrest has a green aura. He does. He has. An, he's an entrepreneur. He's smart. He was just a regular guy doing American Idol way back when. But he met Merv Griffin. He learned how to leverage. Now he's a huge empire. He does everything. Green aura people are very, very intelligent. They see the tiny, 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 tiny little picture, each little graph in the graph paper. They see every little detail. And at the same time, they see the big picture. So how can that be? How can you see every little intricate weave in, in the fabric and then also see the end design? I don't know, but they do. Saying that, they can be very impatient because we are also stupid compared to them. But they do have a way of seeing things and they do enjoy making money because they see a way to build things and accomplish and they can detach. And, and so I don't want to say they don't have emotion. It's just you don't see him bragging about his wife and kids. They have a once they come into power, they understand what they're good at. This guy loves to work, loves to do everything, loves methodical things, loves to be in control, but there's enough spontaneity and creativity. So you can have a green aura and still be, you know, I'm not painting a nerd or a scientist or something, but let me just think of uh, quickly different personalities. Uh, Red aura is anything from, like I said, Simon Cowell to uh, uh, Martha Stewart, Madonna, Britney Spears, people that were independent and did, they're still entertaining, they're still creative, they did things their way. And then blue aura people like Wayne Dyer, uh, who's passed on, other spiritual authors, anybody, Al Roker, you can just see they're, they're fatherly, motherly, they love to uh, nurture or talk. You see um, yellow aura people, anybody, what's the guy's name? That's anybody that's built, um, wrestler, actor, most actors have yellow auras. They love to be seen, they're playful, they're out front. Most of your decorators on HGTV are, are lavenders. A lot of your politicians are um, a combination of blue and green. You'll see the green, which is the engineer mind, like I explained, methodical, focused, in control. And then you put the blue passion into it and you have a methodical, passionate, controlling person who wants to do goodness, you know, or for the greater good. So it's interesting to see these kind of personalities. And the more that you can read about them or find little self quizzes, or just start to relax and look at your hand and look against a wall and ask what your color is and start to invoke it. Maybe after a little closing your eyes and listening to meditative music, you can find out or actually see a little thin line. Now, sometimes there's two colors, like a blue and a green, 
or I saw one time on a girl with very beautiful mocha skin. It was white and red, like pink. So she was a pink and a white stripe and a kind of a, a pinkish red stripe. And I said, boy, you're both ends. You're a duality. You're very pure and simple and fluid and a crystal aura. And at the same time, you have strength and stamina, but you're not overbearing. She's like, oh, yeah, I am. But anyway, it was very interesting. So it doesn't have to be like what's in the book. There's a few that have three colors. And usually those people are out of all three categories. You'll have a blue or a violet, which is loyal or humanitarian or universal thought or bigger picture for the greater good and emotional coupled with a green, a very high intellect, and then a yellow that is playful and oppositional. And the green and the yellow kind of fight with each other. So one minute they're playful and the next minute they feel bad that they're not doing the bank statement. But then the blue overlay or the violet overlay will calm them down and make them look into the bigger picture. Those people are a little more complicated and I'm married to one. <laughs> of course! But it makes life interesting, and the point of all this is to understand that you are made of a beautiful light. Like I have said before, you are unique. You are made of love, and you express your love only in one specific unique way. Even if you live a million times, you will never be like anyone else. Your way of expressing who you are, made of this love, is unique only to you. I have tuned into everyone's highest self and the way and their love and its blissful and elation and obviousness of eternity that is so beyond words, but they're never the same. So you are unique. And now, being a human and living your life, you have chosen to express this love in a personality. And your personality has pluses and minuses, flaws and faux pas, shortcomings and, and challenges, as well as victories and fun tongue-in-cheek. And at the end of the day, when we think of people, or especially me, that have lost loved ones, especially like my parents, and I look and I think, thank God we argued and said, fuck you and slam telephones, you know, for people that don't remember, you know, we didn't have cell phones. We had big, clunky, hard plastic phones, but you'd get really mad and you could take it and crack it, you know, and put it on a table. And thank God that we're not all so safe and kind and that we get upset and like the blue emotional, you know, ocean that's deep. It's only dramatic when it crashes on the big red rock. So we're meant to be opposite. We're meant to be unique. We're meant to be who we are. And the more that we realize who we are, we can accept it and forgive ourselves for thinking we're anything else but perfect. Thank you and go enjoy your color and know that you're meant to be expressive in every beautiful, colorful way. You have been listening to the Confessions of a Clairvoyant Housewife podcast with intuitive expert Cindy Goldenberg. To learn more or stay connected, 
be sure to visit www.cindygoldenberg.com.